episodes are coming to an end. I could feel the sounds of broken strings, the strings that we created between us, the strings that made you, maybe forced you to be there with me throughout this podcast series. <sighs> yes, this is the last episode of us on this journey towards invading about relative autonomy. The next two episodes will be narrated in my native language, Bengali. And if you are familiar with that, then voila, you are still on this journey with me. But those who are leaving here, just pat on your back because you did a great job. Now you can definitely find something or the other relative or related to relative autonomy. By now, you already know about me and my podcast. This is Mritika Ganguly, your host for the podcast series on relative autonomy, where we will have the opportunity of learning about this particular topic together. So let's start off with episode three. There are different theories of state like liberal, neoliberal, pluralist, Marxist, feminist, and theory of post-colonial state. Among these theories, the most important is the Marxist theory. In the last two episodes, after hearing about Marxist theory and Marxism in almost anything and everything, let us have a look at few important aspects on this basis. What is Marxism or Marxist ideology? Marxism is a social, political, and economic philosophy named after Karl Marx. It examines the effect of capitalism on labor, productivity, and economic development, and urges for a worker revolution to overturn capitalism in favor of communism. Now, there's two set of theory in Marxism. One is Marxist theory and the other one is the Neo-Marxism theory. From analyzing the previous episodes, it is clear that Marxists refuse to look at state as natural or ethical institution. Instead, they seek to explain state within their materialist conception of history. The class perspective of state is the most important idea associated with the ideology of Marxism. The superstructure constituting the legal, political, cultural, moral and social components depends on the mode of production and its corresponding relation of production. Thus, the state comes in existence when society is divided into two antagonistic classes, those owning the means of production and others forced to sell their labor. As acquired from Google, neo-Marxist theory or neo-Marxism is a Marxist school of thought encompassing 28th century approaches that amend or extend Marxism and Marxist theory. Typically, by incorporating elements from other intellectual traditions, such as critical theory, 
psychoanalysis or existentialism neo marxists believe the economic system creates a wealthy class of owner and a poor class of workers they also believe that certain social institutions such as churches prisons and schools have been created to maintain the division between the powerful and the powerless so the basic difference between marxist and neo marxist is that marxists believe in a stateless society whereas neo marxist or neo marxism concentrates on imperialistic or militaristic basically to prevent capital that is the money from the elite class relative autonomy of the state emerged as a core theoretical premise the marxist tradition contributes this concept early marxist writings often describe the state as a byproduct of the class division of capitalist the ruling classes controlled the state and used it as an instrument to realize their common political and economic interests the concept of the relative autonomy of the state was developed later to overcome this tendency to reduce the state to an instrument of domination by granting it some independence from direct class control and economic determinants two major books in particular are often associated with this never conception of politics and the state the state in capitalist society by ralph milband has become the classic statement of what has been termed instrumentalism the most prevalent line of criticism was that the concept of relative autonomy made state policy a reflection of social structural and thus denied the state any responsibility for its own actions for these critics following marx weber the state has real autonomy as an organizational structure with its own logic internal dynamics and processes states are autonomous actors in capitalist societies having capacities to implement policy preferences and shape the structure of society according to their own interests in stressing the salience of state structures and capacities this statuses approach look to the policy legacies institutes and managers of the state to explain historical processes and national variations new institutionalist criticisms of marxism's concept of relative autonomy have however created their own set of theoretical problems in advancing a state centric perspective they ignore any systematic connection between the state interventions and the relations of production and therefore outstate the ability of the state to direct accumulation however instead of being power struggles between social forces within civil society politics for them is dominated by the processes of bureaucratic conflict within the state 
only in returning to these larger social processes can one explain the differential forms and historical transformation of the institutes of the state however lastly talking about the concept of relative autonomy in accordance with post colonial state in the follow up of the miliband pulanza debate pranab bardhan in his political economy and development in india argues that india is a multi class society with three dominant classes industrial capitalist rich farmers and professional classes bureaucrats the conflict between the ruling elite requires a balancing act which ensures relative autonomy to the indian state hamza alavi in his concept of overdeveloped state also takes up the idea of relative autonomy of state in post colonial societies pakistan and bangladesh unlike europe where political and economic development were simultaneous or economic development were predated political one the post colonial states saw the development of the political with an overwhelming state apparatus imposed upon it as a result of colonialism the military bureaucratic oligarchy is able to maintain its relative autonomy from the underdeveloped industrial and agrarian classes due to its administrative and economic strength africanist marxists like john saul in his study of tanzania point to the lack of attention given to ideology for the state to hold together the capitalist system he points out how the african states were created by the metropolitan bourgeois and the post colonial african state not controls and manipulates the indigenous economy as well as helps in maintaining the capitalist now that brings us to bid a goodbye to the third episode of this podcast series we'll be back with two different episodes in a different language until then Keep smiling.